Hi there, I'm Caroline Thor, professional organiser, KonMari consultant, teacher and mum of three. I started off my life as a mum feeling overwhelmed, disorganised and desperately trying to carve out some time for me amongst the nappies, chaos and clutter. One day, one small book called The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying changed everything and I began to learn strategies for making everyday life easier. Today I have the systems in place that means life can throw almost anything at me and I want to share them with you. If you're an overwhelmed mum struggling to keep it together, then this is the podcast for you. Grab a coffee and settle in for a quick chat with someone who gets your reality. Hi there, and thank you for joining me for this new episode of the Living Clutter Free Forever podcast. My name is Caroline, and I'm your host. So I'm really excited to be bringing you the topic today, which is organized in 15 minutes or less. And this was inspired by a post that I put on Instagram last week, asking people if you could wave a magic wand and make any problem in your home disappear, clutter problem, what would it be? And I had quite a few responses, uh, things that I was expecting to hear. So kids' toys, stuff like that. And one thing that came up quite a few times was that people would like to have their drawer of shame decluttered. So we've all got this drawer. I have one too, I will admit a drawer where everything gets put in. Uh, In my old house, it used to be in the kitchen. It was the top drawer on the left-hand side in the kitchen. And I used to open it and that's where there were pens and pencils and the bits of paper that had been lying around got stuffed in there until I got around to doing something with them. And there'd be bits of kids' toys left over and probably a screwdriver that hadn't gone back, all that sort of stuff. So some people have got a drawer of shame either in their kitchen or somewhere else in their home, perhaps in the living room or in the hallway. Some people have a cupboard of shame. You wouldn't want anyone else to open it and have a look. And some people have a complete room of shame where they are putting everything that they don't know what to do with and shutting the door on it and hoping no one ever opens it and has a look. And it was quite fun to see on Instagram that people actually referred to these spaces as the cupboard of shame or the drawer of shame meaning there is some sense of embarrassment about the fact that it's got to this state and actually you can't find anything in it. And it got me thinking about the fact that I also procrastinate on um, sorting out my drawer of shame. It actually isn't that bad because I do it quite regularly, but it is one of those spaces where people will open it and just drop things in and I have to go back in there at regular intervals and pull stuff back out and put it back where it should be. But it doesn't take long to declutter a space like that. And we very often will tell ourselves we haven't got time for these jobs, but we actually don't need more than 15 minutes for a lot of small jobs around the house. And we can all find 15 minutes if we stop scrolling on Instagram or Facebook for 15 minutes. There are lots of places during the day where we can actually free up a 15 minute or less block of time to do a quick job. So I got quite excited about this idea because I thought this was something that I could bring to you today that would really add some value to your life and would help you. So in order to make your life easier and get you started with 15 minute jobs, I've created a free resource to guide you through quickly and easily decluttering and organizing your drawer of shame. 
If you follow the link in the show notes or go to my website, www.caroline-thor.com forward slash podcast. And next to this episode, you will find a button to download it. Or you can go to my Instagram at caro.thor and follow the link in my bio. And there you will find a free guide that takes you step by step how to declutter your drawer of shame in 15 minutes or less. And not only that, what you then do with the things that you've decided not to put back in there so that you don't create piles of clutter somewhere else in your home. So go to those places, download it, and you will have a decluttered drawer of shame in no time at all. I would love to see before and after pictures. If you want to share them with me, then please send them to me at my Instagram account, caro.thor, and I could perhaps share some of them in my stories. That would be absolutely fantastic. So it got me thinking about what else you could do in 15 minutes if you had the time. So I've put together a very comprehensive list of household jobs that you can do in 15 minutes or less. And if you regularly did this, even if it was once a day, you would soon be really on top of an awful lot of things. Let's go down the list and see. And I will perhaps give you some examples as well. I don't know about you, but my kids are not meant to eat on the sofa, but they occasionally do. And so you end up with the crumbs and stuff down between the cushions. So one job you can quickly do is put the hoover attachment on, the vacuum attachment, and you can hoover between the cushions and get all those crumbs out. That's not even a 15 minute job. That's something more like a three minute job. You could go to where the washing is all piled up with the clean washing. And even if you don't have time to fold it all, you could at least sort it into piles according to each person in the family. This is what I do. I will, first of all, when I have like a five minute break in the morning, perhaps before I need to dash out on the school run, I will empty the contents of the wash basket onto my bed and I will sort it into piles for different people so that at least when I get home, or later the kids can come and pick up their pile and take it to be folded and I can fold mine and my husband's things and put those away for us. But that initial sorting is then quickly done in five minutes. Just throw it into a pile for each person. You could check through the medication box or drawer that you have and see if there's anything out of date and get rid of those. You could wash up or stack the dishwasher in 15 minutes or less. I don't know about you, but I'm a bit reluctant sometimes to get on and do that. Even though I know it's a quick job, my husband is very quick to put everything away and will start washing up immediately and wants it all to look immaculate. I tend to procrastinate on things like that a little bit, but it is a quick job and emptying the dishwasher the same. That's always my first job when I come down in the morning after I've put the kettle on to make my cup of tea. While the tea's brewing and I'm getting breakfast ready for the kids, I'm also pulling stuff out of the dishwasher so that by the time that first 15 minutes of my morning is done, everything's put away and I'm ready to go. Another job that's very quick and easy to do is clearing the entry table or hall table or wherever it is when you come in, everything gets dumped. We don't have space in our entry for a table. We have one slightly further into the living space, but things get dumped on there as the kids come in um, 15 minutes each evening just to collect it all together and put things away. And that leads on to the next point, which is sorting the post and filing it. 
as I get post out of the letterbox and I have got perhaps advertising brochures or magazines from different companies and stuff in amongst the post, they don't even make it into the house. They get sorted and put straight in the bin. And then I have a place, a tray where I put my post into. And if I find I have a 15 minute block of time or even less, I will sort through the post and quickly file it into either my inbox because it needs to be dealt with. I perhaps have to pay a bill or something. Or if it's something I do need to keep, then I will punch some holes in it and put it in the correct file so that I know where it is straight away. Another thing you can do in that short amount of time is also sort through your email inbox. I did this crazy thing a few years ago now and I got my email inbox down to zero it took me hours. It had been up to something like 2000 emails in my inbox. And I went through and got rid of everything and got it down to zero. It's crept back up again a bit, but if I just keep on top of it, whenever I find I've got a little amount of time, I can go in, delete emails or put them in a folder so that I'm keeping the ones I need to keep. And something else you can do at this point as well is unsubscribe from junk emails. So if at some point you've clicked on a link for something and you've now decided I'm getting fed up of all these emails that they keep sending me trying to get me to buy things. If you scroll all the way down to the bottom, then you can see there will be a unsubscribe link. And if you click on there, you can unsubscribe and they will stop sending you these pesky emails. I did that when I got my email box down to zero and it has made such a difference. There are also applications that you can use that will um, unsubscribe for you, but that's a whole different podcast. Okay, something else you can do in a very short amount of time is clean the shower. You don't have to clean the whole bathroom all in one go if you're stuck for time. So for example, I've sprayed my sinks in the bathroom this morning. I went off and did another job and then came back after it soaked in a bit and I was able to quickly wipe them around and rinse and dry them over and that was quickly done. It doesn't need to be a massive bathroom clean all in one go. So if you've got a few minutes, either just clean the sinks or just clean the shower. And if you make a point of wiping over the sinks every morning with a dry cloth, it means you have a lot less to do later on in the week. This is now turning into a cleaning podcast, but anyway... You can also remove pet hair from soft furnishings. We have two cats and a dog, so we have hair all over the place. They're not allowed up on the um, sofa. The dog isn't allowed up on the sofa and the cats don't go there anyway for some weird reason. But the hair still comes from us up onto the soft furnishings and it's good to just wipe those down once a week and get rid of that. Making phone calls and appointments is something you can do if you've got a quick 15 minute break. I have my planner that I have a list in of all the things that I should be getting around to doing, like making hair appointments, doctor's appointments. And then I can look through and think, okay, I've got five minutes. Who could I phone in five minutes and quickly make an appointment? And then that one's ticked off the list. It doesn't need to be that it sit, you have to sit down and it takes you absolutely ages. One thing I do do every day, and I'm, I've really have to make myself do it, is collect everything together that doesn't belong in the downstairs living space and put it back where it should be. So I tend to, if it seems to have piled up a bit in the day, I will take a washing basket round so I can just put it all in there. And then I can drop things off in the specific, normally children's rooms, because they've the ones that have left things lying around. And then it's up to them to put those things away. If you do that once a day, 
you can keep on top of things really well. I've already said about emails, if you've got emails to reply to, then your personal emails, then that's something you can do in a few minutes and sorting through papers. If you have got a job that you're in the middle of doing, so for example, you've decided you want to sort through all the papers in the house, it doesn't have to be a job that you do all in one go. You could have a space where you've perhaps managed to collect the papers together, perhaps you've sorted them into categories, and then if you find you've got 10, 15 minutes, you can go and have a look through the next lot that are there and deal with those and then leave that job again until you've got time to come back to it. I'm doing this with another job at the moment, which is sorting through all our old Lego, trying to build them back into sets and make sure we've got all the pieces so that we can sell them in the build up to Christmas so that people can buy them as gifts for their kids. It will mean we get all this Lego out of the house because no one is playing with it anymore. But I do not want to have to sit down for what would probably be two days or more and sort through all the Lego. So if I find I have 15 minutes, I'm going back to it and carrying on with the next bit. That way it's not quite as overwhelming and you eventually get the job done. Okay, another cleaning one. I hadn't thought there were that many cleaning ones here. But another thing that I do very regularly is if I find I have a short amount of time, I will grab myself a cloth and the glass cleaning spray and I will run around the house and clean all of the mirrors so that they've just been done. In the kitchen, you could be looking through the fridge and remove anything that perhaps you thought you were going to get around to eat leftovers, but they haven't been and they're not, not any good anymore or things that perhaps are now out of date. If you've planned your meals well, there really shouldn't be that much of this occurring, but it does happen that things get left. And you can also wipe around the kitchen surfaces in a very short space of time, quick spray with something and wipe over, or if you don't use a spray, just warm water and wipe over. And that's quickly done as well. So while we're still in the kitchen, one job that I think a lot of people will try to avoid is emptying the bins. I know I do. And then they get so full that um, it gets to the point where you have no option but to empty them. Or my husband comes home from work and looks at them in disgust and does it himself. But once they're emptied, you can just get a cloth and wipe round inside so that you don't get a buildup of dirt inside the actual bin itself where you put the bag into. That's a really quick job. You could make a list of all the food you have in your freezer so that you know what you have available to you to cook with. It makes meal planning so much easier if you have a list of what you've got there. And when it comes to meal planning, I think a lot of us will say that we don't have time to create healthy meals because the chopping of veg and peeling of things takes so long. But if you have a 15 minute slot during the day, during which time you could be listening to a podcast or what I very often do is if I've got an episode of something I really want to watch, I'll put my screen in front of me in the kitchen and have that there. So I feel like I'm getting a bit of me time as well. And I will pre-prep the veg, chop it, peel it, ready for later so that when I come to cook later, everything's already ready. So I've had a bit of me time. I've got to listen to or watch something I want to do. And I've made my cooking time much quicker later in the day because I've already prepared the vegetables. Other quick jobs you can do in the kitchen are just pull out all the cutlery out of the drawer, wipe round and put it back again. I don't know about you, but you, you all these crumbs fall into the cutlery drawer. I don't know where they come from or bits of dog hair seem to end up in there as well. So every couple of weeks, I'll just empty it all out, wipe it round, put it back. It's probably even a five minute job. 
but that's a good thing to do. You could wipe down the front of the kitchen cabinets. This is something I'm not very good at doing, but it is a quick job if you've got a bit of time and you can just quickly wipe them down. Same with appliances. And you could wipe out the microwave, put the glass turntable into the dishwasher so that you can then put it back in clean. There are lots of quick jobs in the kitchen you can do if you've got 15 minutes. And if you can somehow make it that it's for you a bit of me time as well with a podcast or an episode on in the background, then it's not going to feel quite so much like work. There are also jobs that you can do in the car. So we have a packet of wet wipes in the car that are allegedly for cleaning around the dashboard and um, all the sort of plastic that you have around. And we've had instances where we've been stuck in traffic jams. We were once stuck in Italy in a traffic jam for a very long long period of time. So my husband and I got out the wipes and we cleaned the inside of the car. So if you're really stuck and can't go anywhere, you might as well do something useful that you perhaps would have to do another time. So that's quite a handy tip to have. You could clean out the side doors or the glove compartment while you're sitting there waiting. And then when you get home, just grab yourself a bag and put everything in the bin because I would imagine most of it's rubbish. Or if you find you've got papers and stuff in the car that you've had in there and and you've opened the post in the car, then you can take them back into the house with you and get those filed away. I find the school run a brilliant time to be able to get some quick jobs done. I will always be listening to a podcast in the car that I really want to hear that I'm going to learn something from or perhaps a wellness podcast, something that's going to make me think a bit more about my life and how I can make tweaks and improvements. But when I get to my destination, so perhaps picking my son up from school, I will quite often have to perhaps sit five or 10 minutes in the car waiting for him to come out. This is dead time, but you can use it for making those quick phone calls to make appointments You can use it to empty out your purse or handbag and get rid of any bits of receipts that are flying around in there, things that have landed up in there that shouldn't be. Same for your wallet. You can have a clear out of your wallet. You can check emails and perhaps reply to a quick email or send someone a quick voice message and let them know you're thinking about them. There are so many little tasks that you can get done while you're sat in the car waiting for your kids to come out of stuff. So make use of that time and it's time then that you don't have to spend at home doing things. Perhaps then you get to free up some time to do something you really want to do at home. There are the obvious things you can do at home in a short space of time like sweep or vacuum one room. We bought our house three years ago now. And much as I love our house, the one thing I cannot stand about it is that the whole of the ground floor is white tiles and it's quite a large space. So you see every single speck of dirt on this floor. And because of all the animals, you see every hair that is dropped by them. And it's been driving me crazy. And I've said in a previous podcast episode, a complete lifesaver for me has been buying a robot vacuum that I can set off and it does its job and cleans up for me. But I've rediscovered my Swiffer. I don't know if in other parts of the world they're called a Swiffer, but this is one of these sort of pads on a long handle that you can put an anti-static cloth underneath and just push it around and it picks everything up off the floor. So if I'm having to make phone calls or even if I'm talking to my parents on the phone, if I phone them for a quick chat to see how they're doing, 
I will walk around the ground floor while I'm talking, pushing my Swift around and my floors get cleaned at the same time. Um, it's saving me so much time. It means I don't have to listen to the vacuum the whole time. I only need to set it off perhaps every other day now. And it was just some spark of inspiration I had last week. And it's proving to be absolutely brilliant. I don't normally think multitasking is particularly good because I think we end up not giving anything our full concentration. But if you're in the middle of a phone call where you're just chatting, then there's no reason why you can't be walking around and cleaning your floor at the same time. Okay, so moving on, there are also things you can do in the garden in a very short space of time. I am really bad at thinking, oh, the corner of that flower bed looks like it really needs weeding and putting it off and putting it off. If I just went out and did it, it would be done in 10 to 15 minutes. So things like that you can easily do. Sweeping around the front doorstep, five minute job. If you have a patio or terrace at the back of your house, you could just sweep that over. It's getting to that time of year, certainly in Europe, where we're probably not going to be sitting out in our gardens anymore. It's just got too cold and damp. So putting away the garden furniture for the autumn winter, that's a job that can be done in 15 minutes, depending on where you're going to store them, carry them into the shed or the garage, or if you have covers that you put over them, stack everything together and cover them over. That is a quick job to do. And something else you can do with plants is if they need cutting back before winter, that's a job or deadheading that can be really quickly and easily done. I have been procrastinating on cutting back the lavender that we have in our front garden for weeks now. So I'm going to make a promise to you here today that I'm going to go out and do that quick 15 minute job later today because it's dry today here. And then that one's done as well. So I've been keep saying 15 minutes, but a lot of these things will take less than 15 minutes. There are some jobs, however, that you know are going to take five minutes or less. So making the bed, for example. My kids are meant to make their beds before they leave for school, but to be fair to them, by the time they get out of bed, they have something like 20 minutes before they have to leave the house. So very often it will be a mad rush and they do eat breakfast before they go as well. So I will often just run around, open all the shutters in their bedrooms and make their beds. And it takes me 10 minutes to run around all of the bedrooms and do that and make all the beds before I get started on what I need to do. I've already said about wiping around the sink each day. That's a less than five minute job. Wiping over kitchen surfaces is less than a five minute job. If people have left shoes and coats out in the hallway, you have two options. You can either get them down to do it themselves, which is what I tend to do because that annoys them and then they remember to do it next time. Or you could put them away quickly yourself if it's going to drive you crazy that they're lying there. One other job that is very quick to do is have a quick sort through the shoes. You can even get each child down and say, okay, which of these shoes don't fit you anymore? Which are we wearing for this season? Let's have a clear out, get rid of the ones that you're not going to be keeping and either donate or sell them. And then you've only got in the cupboard the ones you need. Books and magazines tend to get left lying around because perhaps you're reading them where you don't necessarily store them. So that's something else that you can quickly put back and taking clothes to the appropriate rooms for members of the family to put them away. I think I've said in previous podcast episodes, I don't fold the clothes for my children. I will very often pile everything onto my bed, the clean washing, 
and ask them to come and find their stuff. If I'm feeling very generous, as I said earlier in this podcast, I will quickly sort all of the washing into piles for appropriate people so that they can come and collect it. And then their job is to take it to their bedroom and fold it and put it away. But my kids are old enough to be helping with that now. If you have kids who are very little, who can't yet fold and put away their own washing, then spending time folding and putting it away is also a 15 minute job. So I hope all those things have given you some inspiration of quick jobs you can get done to keep on top of your organizing and they will help you keep your home looking tidy and will help you feel calmer because you know where everything is and you're not looking at piles of clutter everywhere. And you will also feel great because you've made a good use of your time when you've used up 15 minutes of your day to do one quick job. If you think about it, that's an hour and a half in a week. If you did 15 minutes every day of a job, that's an hour and a half of extra time spent doing things in the home to keep on top of things, which is going to make your life easier. So don't forget, you can go to my website, caroline-thor.com forward slash podcast and download your free guide to help you get on top of your drawer of shame. And you can also go to my Instagram account, caro.thor, and there in my bio will also be a link for you to get your free guide. And as I said before, I would love to see your before and after photos of your drawer. So send them to me on Instagram and then maybe we can get a story going next week with all the before and after photos. That would be really fun. So thank you so much for listening. Next week's episode is going to be on a topic that for me was something that I had not yet experienced. And I have a guest on who's going to talk through with me about a very, very specific sort of organizing. So join me for that next week. I think you're going to find it absolutely fascinating. If you found the tips today useful, please recommend this podcast to a friend and hit subscribe so that you always get every episode and you don't miss any. Looking forward to seeing you next time. Until then. If you've enjoyed this episode, please send the link to a friend you know would appreciate it. Subscribe and leave a review. I look forward to bringing you more organizing tips next time. But if you can't wait until then, you can go to my website or find me on Instagram at caro.thor or on Facebook at Caroline Organizer. Thanks for listening and I look forward to guiding you on your journey to find your clutter-free ever after.